I'm Dr. Lauren Cielo of Golden Rose Psychic Services. And I'm Crystal Heineman of Crystal Sunshine Psychic Services. And this is Metaphysical Q&A's video podcast. Where we make metaphysics crystal clear. And golden delicious. <laughs> That's right. Metaphysical QA is a subscription-based video podcast that's going to shift the way each human views the experiences that they're having here on earth. That's right. As professional clairvoyant healers and teachers, Crystal and I think that we can explain every human event, emotion, literally everything that a human experiences in easily understood metaphysical terms. And our viewers and listeners supply the questions. That means you do. <laughs> if you'd like to submit a question, visit us on our website at metaphysicalqa.com. That's the word metaphysical, the letter Q, the letter A.com. Or you can visit us on our Facebook page at Metaphysical QA. Now, if you listen to the podcast and you hear your name and your question that's been answered, Lauren and I want to offer you a free reading. So what you will do is go ahead and visit our website, metaphysicalqa.com. Go ahead and click on that magic button that says free reading and redeem your, your free reading from one of us. Excellent. Well, let's get going. What are the questions for this episode? All right. So we've got three really great questions for today. Are you ready, Dr. Lauren? I'm ready. Fire away. Okay. All right. Okay. So question number one, we have from Tony R. Um, from Alabama. Welcome. Welcome. Okay. So Tony, he says, wow, this is a really interesting question. So he's been having uh, a reoccurring eye twitching, like a chronic eye twitching. So much to where he actually went to the doctors because it wouldn't stop. It's continuously going. And, of course, the doctor had uh, no cure for it, <laughs> so his eye is still twitching. So he's come to us. And so Tony wants to know, what's the metaphysical reason for chronic eye twitching? So that would be a great one to look into. And then question number two comes from Kelly B. from Sedona, Arizona. Hello, Sedona. Hello. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like this one. This is a juicy one. So, okay. So Kelly, now she's been having sinus infections and however, it's not all the time. So she's just kind of noticed that every, you know, about every month, all of a sudden she'd get really congested. So she started journaling her congestion, which I thought was pretty smart. And so what Kelly found in her pattern is that she gets, um, Sinus congestion around the full moon. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> this is going to be a great one. All right. And then question number three comes from Rosa J from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Shout oh, Canada. Out to Excellent. Yeah, shout out to Canada. We love Toronto. Now, Rosa says, uh, bless her heart, she has four children at home and uh, her husband. And when they're all cozied in at family time, she's noticed that when one child starts to yawn, everyone else starts to yawn, right? I mean, we've all experienced this before, right? <laughs> Great question, of course, but we never really know the metaphysical reason to why yawning is contagious. So I think with all of that, I don't know, what do you think, Dr. Lauren? I think that this might be, let's get physical with metaphysics. Sounds like a great episode title, Crystal. Excellent. <laughs> 
Thank you, everyone, for the questions. Now, um, you know, when I heard all the questions, of course, they seem to all be related to the physical body. Well, what Crystal and I want to show you is that um, things that you're experiencing physically could also be caused by things that are happening to the rest of your energy field. So our parents would focus our awareness over and over on our physical body. Pick up your feet, watch where you're walking, right? Get out of the way, right? Now, Not a lot. <laughs> so the other parts of you, you may not even be aware of. So what we're, what we're gonna speak about in this episode is that your body and the things that you experience physically are generated by the five senses that your physical body has. But in addition to that, your seven spinning chakras and the auric field that they produce. So those parts of you plus what's inside those parts will really be key to answering these questions from a metaphysical standpoint. Are you ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so let's get to some questions. Our first, of course, if you remember, Dr. Lauren, was uh, Tony from, um, Tony R. from Alabama. So, and Tony R., he wrote in about his eye twitch and that it's constant and he can't get rid of it and his doctor can't even get rid of it. So he's come to us and wanting to know the metaphysical reason of what this eye twitch is. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Tony, thanks so much for your question. Now, um, well, let's first start off maybe by talking about this from, well, from a doctor standpoint. Maybe we'll start with the earth plane and expand into what what is actually metaphysically happening. Well, what your doctor's thinking is maybe it's muscle. I would think, you know, maybe it's nerves. Uh, maybe it's stress or fatigue. So they're looking, they start with your physical body. But like, again, we mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, the, the physical experiences, sensations, symptoms, in this case for you, that physical body experiences doesn't just come from the parts, the bits and pieces of the physical body like your your medical doctor thinks, and maybe not just from the five senses that your physical body has. What Crystal and I are trying to convince all of you is that you also have spinning chakras and an aura that's produced by those spinning chakras. So you might think of it as this little force field that's projected out around your body. Well, in this case, Tony, there's not anything that's happening on the inside to cause this. There's actually something coming from the outside that's causing this for you. And Crystal and I kind of giggled when we heard your question because we knew <laughs> exactly what this yeah, I've had this eye twitch. <laughs> exactly what this metaphysical phenomena is and what it's caused by. Um, we would say that you've got a being without a body that's actually penetrating your aura and coming into your field. And your physical body is picking up on its intrusion, if we might call it that. So it's actually coming into your space. 
this type of being without a body has a specific name and a specific reason for crashing people's energy fields. The type of being is called a baby being. And the reason that it might be buzzing your flower is because it's interested in something about you, some information or energy that you have that it feels that it needs before it commits maybe to creating a body for itself and incarnating it. That doesn't mean that you've got to create the body for it. Um, baby beings buzz people who could never bring them in, you know, maybe people that are too young to uh, reproduce, too old to reproduce, or just don't have the right equipment. <laughs> so, um, so maybe, uh, maybe we'll hand it off to Crystal and she'll take a little, maybe add to my metaphysical explanation. And then, then let me take a peek at you and see what's really going on. So Crystal. Of course, Dr. Laura knows me so well because I was peeking at you as he was talking. <laughs> <Of> <laughs> yeah, and I love baby beans, and and I had one with me for a little bit of time as well. And it's like they do; they just uh, they just sort of buzz around and they collect information. So, and I was energetically looking into you, Tony, and what I saw was it's actually this little male bean that's coming into your space. I got the name of Adam, however, like he'll probably change his name for, for right now. That's what it is. And there's something about your energy that. That he's really wanting to learn from and that's really what it is it's like they come down and just learn things you know it's like they're kind of little you know picking up little pieces for their little basket called life and um i think this theme particularly is picking up on learning about your geographic location so it may uh may end up re reincarnating into your area and there's something about a male body that he's really attracted to as well you know um maybe this being was someone that is typically used to incarnating as a female body and so now he's chosen to take a female a male body and so he's really learning like how to be a male through you so so it's very interesting to look at it from a metaphysical perspective now i'm sure your biggest concern is how do you get rid of this little baby bean <laughs> and how do you get rid of this buzzing because your eye probably feels like it's buzzing right okay well what you can do is you can really just have a conversation with this baby bean i mean he's coming into your space and we're in the we control our space here you know we are able to be the master controller of our seat right here and so what i would recommend is just sort of acknowledge this little baby bean you know i picked up that his name was adam so just go ahead and maybe have a little inner conversation with him and and you can talk outward just like you know dr lord and i are talking to you now you can talk inward um that works too it's like they hear it in every form and you can just say thank you for being here please get all the information that you would like as quickly as possible and please leave you know please learn from someone else please leave and um and he'll leave it'll be fine yeah yeah and I'm, i guarantee you your eye twitching is going to end pretty quick <laughs> so i think that's just the steps as you you recognize say hello and just say, please leave now. I'm done with you. And it's what Lauren and I would call, you know, updating your soul contracts and like really working through things. And of course, that's something that we both teach. And, um, but that's pretty much it. You can just say, please leave now. I I'm done with you. So I hope that answers your question, Tony. And uh, we're, we're so appreciative that you, that you trusted in us to find the metaphysical reasons you're eye twitching. <laughs> All right, we're on to question number two from Kelly B in Sedona, Arizona. So Kelly, she, she communicated a, a common human experience of getting 
you know, sinus infections, maybe at certain times or in certain cycles. Um, one of the interesting thing about Kelly is that she's been able to narrow her sinus infections to actually the cycle of the moon. So let's start out, first of all, with a little bit of a metaphysical explanation of what causes sinus infections themselves, and then we'll move on to the full moon thing. <laughs> all right, yeah, that sounds great. Okay, Kelly, you know, uh, so, of course, Dr. Lauren and I, we, we often get sinus infections, and so we know this question. Uh, so, really, what that is, is right here we have our throat chakra. It's right here. And our throat chakra, in a roundabout way, is connected with our sinus infections. Hang tight. We'll definitely get there. But our throat chakra, it's our communication center. It's our... You know our verbal our non-verbal space so it's our clear audience our clear hearing it's how we speak it's how we hear it's our communication center and so from our throat chakra we actually have these energy channels and the energy channel i don't know maybe think of it as like a hose that's through our body that allows it's like a highway of energy that allows energy to go through it so we have these things what dr lord and i affectionately call silly straws so they actually connect, here's our throat chakra right here, and again, they're just wheels of energy that are spinning and collecting information, and then we have these telepathic channels, these energy channels that come up through here, all the way up, down here, almost like little glasses, right through your sinuses, does that sound familiar, Kelly? down here and around and then back to your throat center, your communication center. Now what happens is everything we do in some form of communication, verbal, nonverbal communication, we're collecting bits of information, right? And so these pictures, this information, it clogs your telepathic channels. It can clog how you're communicating, therefore really coming into making you feel like you have a sinus infection. And there's two ways that it could come in. Um, think of it as your computer system, right, or your internet system. There's broadband, <laughs> and then there's narrowband. Now, broadband is sending pictures out to a group. You know, you're sending information, you're communicating to a large group. And remember, it's either verbal or nonverbal. And then narrowband is basically just a personal conversation, like Dr. Lauren and I would have a personal conversation that's narrowband. And so all of this information gets kind of clogged it's almost like a drain you know like your plumbing kind of clogs your telepathic channels and so in doing that it's kind of like a lot of gunk that fills your sinuses right that's all i know we have pressure headaches here we have pressure headaches here pressure headaches here well it's just because you have old bits of information other people's energy all of that your narrow, your broadband, all of those informations just stuck all along you. To our throat, throat chakra. <laughs> yeah. What about that moon, huh? <laughs> um, well, now that we understand a little bit more about why a homo sapien, the metaphysical reasons why it might get a sinus infection, let's take a little closer look at Kelly and uh, really see what has to do with the full moon. So, um, Right when I heard the question, Kelly, I, I, I knew the answer. I knew what it was, that um, for some reason, during that phase of the moon, you're just more telepathic. In other words, you're sending out more signals, whether they're 
again, just to one person, that narrow band telepathy, or whether you're broadcasting to a whole crowd, which would be broadband, and then as it, and then the communications coming back. So, um, so they get clogged up, and for some reason, the cycle of the moon seems to increase your telepathic abilities. So, I'm actually going to send my healing master, Anki Yaya, to help clear your telepathic channels. But I'll tell you what I think would happen. What would really help? Maybe at the next full moon in Sedona, <laughs> you might go out, and there's this this ritual. It's a the pagan or Wiccan ritual, and it's called draw drawing down the moon and 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 what the um the healy does is goes out under the full moonlight and and actually asks the moon energy to come down into their space so you're actually drawing in the moon's energy and and for you i think if if i were you i would pull the intent intentionally pull the moon's energy down into my throat chakra and i'll and i'll show you what the shape of it is it's like a tornado plugged into the front of your throat and another tornado stuck in the back and the two small parts of the tornado meet right in the middle of your throat so you can have a mental image picture of the moonlight coming in and just filling in that chakra as it's spinning because it does spin and i might even do this allow the moon energy to kind of wash back and forth through the chakra even through your physical throat and really saturate that chakra and then you could have a mental image picture of you know just like oh i don't know like like juice and silly straws coming allow the moon energy just to start to fill those silly straws stuck right on your face and 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 again I would intentionally, if I had this issue, pull the moon energy down into my throat and, and push it through those channels, as well as letting it go through my body, through my body chakras and my aura. But you seem to, you seem to have an affinity. Um, it's probably past life information. And, and think about it. Um, you know, I always think this about the moon. Every single time that I've incarnated, there hasn't always been the Eiffel Tower there hasn't always been the pyramids in Egypt, but every single time I've incarnated here with any type of body, there's been one constant, whether I was in a tropical environment, a desert environment, a, a water environment, the moon. So there's something about the moon that a frequent flyer here on earth might be very susceptible to. So Kelly B, I hope that helps you. And Thank you. We hope we've answered your question. Thank you so much. And remember now, go back to our, our website. That's metaphysical spelled out. And then the letters QA.com. And right there on the homepage, you'll see the free reading button. Push that button, fill it out, and we'll be happy to send over your uh, coupon or gift certificate. So that's what we got for you. <laughs> Great. All right, so for our third question, I'm excited to get to this one. All right, Rosa J from Toronto, Canada. I love Toronto. Shout out to our Canadian fans. <laughs> All right, now Rosa, she has four kids, and I'm sure she's a very busy mom on top of the million other hats that she wears. And her question was um, about contagious yawning. So she wanted to know why is it that um, one person in her family, of course, it's not just in the family. This is, we've all experienced this, hanging out with anyone, that when you yawn, 
why all of a sudden is it a domino effect? Why all of a sudden does everyone else start to yawn? So let's look at the metaphysical side. What do you say, Dr. Lauren, of why yawning is so contagious? <laughs> well, well, I took this question to Anki Yaya, my healing master, to see what he had to say about it. I thought I, thought I kind of knew, but he did tell me some new information that I didn't know. Now, okay, so we have to talk the metaphysics again. So you know you have a physical body, you know the physical body has spinning chakras, and you know the spinning of those chakras projects this force field around your body, otherwise known as your aura. So what is inside all of that? Well, only two things. And you're going to hear Crystal and I say this over and over and over. There's <laughs> two things that a clairvoyant sees. So from our perspective, there's only two things that exist. <laughs> the first one is energy. And the second one is information. Yeah. So those are the only two things that Crystal and I see when we clairvoyantly look at your body, your body chakra system, and your body's aura. So <clears throat> those that in so let me tell you how we see it. The and I'll probably say this over and over. <laughs> <laughs> the energy that we see, we see as color. Now it's not really a color. The only reason that um, Crystal and I perceive it as a color is because we're reading it with this chakra and this, you know, sixth chakra, the clairvoyant chakra reads energy as color. So energies are moving all through your body, your chakras and your aura. And we see them as color and those colors have names like happiness, fatigue, joy, right? So, and now the other part that makes you up are pictures and that's the information. So they're little teeny images. That's how Crystal and I see them. Yeah. Now, um, so we all have, we're all just filled with information every single time you see something on television a little piece comes into your space and and is part of your information you started getting these pictures before you could even speak your native language so we are completely programmed with these little images these little pictures so when someone some homo sapien yawns and then another homo sapien matches that we call it matching pictures mm -hmm. that uh, I lit up a picture and now everybody else saw it in the room and they lit up the same picture. Okay. Now, um, the interesting thing about this particular question is, um, when I was talking with Anki Yaya and with Crystal before, before we went live is that I cannot think of one other picture that homo sapiens match on as much as this one. And, you know, as I said, you know, I might sneeze and nobody else sneezes unless of course they're all sniffing the same little pollen in the air. <laughs> um, if, if I cough, you're not inclined to have a spontaneous cough. So why is this one so different? I mean, we could match any pictures really, um, but why is this one so over the top that, you know, it, everybody knows that yawning's contagious. It's funny because when 
Crystal was reading the questions at the beginning of, of the podcast. I was like, I, 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 I divide it back. So let, now we have to talk about Homo sapien as, as an animal that's attempting to survive, which of course is all about the first chakra. If you're sitting in a chair, you're, you're sitting on your first chakra. It, it's shaped like an upside down tornado that you're sitting on. Now spinning, all the information that's spinning in there is how you stay alive. It's all about food, shelter, clothing. So let's think of Homo sapien again as more of an animal than the sophisticated organisms that we take ourselves for now. So let's say that you're in a group of other Homo sapiens and your body's getting fatigued and you may not necessarily know or trust all of the other homo sapiens that are in your general vicinity but your body is about to shut down you're about to go into the most vulnerable state that a homo sapien can be in and that's asleep so you throw pictures right you try energetically to convince everyone else in the cave <laughs> to go to sleep too, right? So I'm about to fall asleep. So please, everybody else go to sleep so that you don't attack me while I'm sleeping. So Anki Yaya said that it's actually a survival picture that we toss up and try to lure everyone else into falling asleep with us. So. That's what I got, Crystal. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. Wow. <laughs> I was hanging on every word. <laughs> That's such good information. Yeah, and of course, Rosa, you know, I was looking into things energetically as Dr. Lauren was talking, and absolutely. And it's so funny that um, Dr. Lauren had said, you know, falling asleep in the cave I had used that analogy because clairvoyantly, that's exactly what I saw. Um, I don't know if anyone remembers that movie Caveman that Ringo Starr was in, right? Years and years ago where that was the image I got. And it was almost like um, putting like a, a sleeping spell on everyone. You know, it's like you yawn and then all of a sudden everyone else, you know, goes ahead and falls asleep. It's that like sleeping serum. And um, I saw like a very caricature picture of it. So yeah, that's exactly what I saw too. I thought that was really amazing. And for your little bear codes, Rosa, <laughs> you know, of course, like we're, we've evolved, you know, but these, we still have, like our soul carries these pictures still, you know, our survival pictures are so deeply rooted. And that's the first chakra that really starts collecting information. So our survival goes so, so deep. And um, so bringing it into modern times, yes, we still carry this survival information. And your little bear cubs, you know, one, you know, one yawns and the other one yawns, the other one yawns. You know, it is. It's like a signal also as like it's family time. And so I can kind of see it rise into our like third chakra and then up into our heart space. And our third chakra is all about that's a little bit about like, you know, personal boundaries and control and ego. So you're kind of like letting that go with like the outer, you know, exhale of that yawn. 
And then like really moving up to your heart space for your little bear cubs over there to where it's like, okay, everyone, it's time now to, to take a nap. Like it's time to go to bed. And it's like family time, you know, kind of gathering like the little, the little bears like hibernating almost, you know, that's how I energetically read it in your space, Rosa. Of course, I mean, it's, <laughs> that's not the case for everyone. You know, we could be having lunch. Dr. Lauren and I wanted to, to yawn as we were doing this, but uh, so fascinating. So I hope that uh, that answers your question, Rosa. Um, amazing questions today. All right. And remember, Rosa, um, go ahead and click on our website, metaphysicalqa.com to redeem your, your free reading. Okay. Thanks, Rosa. All right, Crystal. Well, do you think we've done it? <laughs> I do believe we have. Yet again, we've made metaphysics crystal clear. And golden delicious. <laughs> I love it. All right. Please go to www.metaphysicalqa.com. That's the word metaphysical, the letter Q, the letter A.com to subscribe and to submit your questions. And you can find me, Crystal Heineman, at www.crystalsunshinepsychicservices.com. And you can find me on the web at goldenrosepsychic.com and laurencielo.com. Until next episode, we'll call that a healing. <laughs> Bye for now. Please hang up and try again.